Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. This episode of Markets Daily is sponsored by Kraken. Hello, this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. I'm Noel Atchison, here with your featured story. On today's show, we're taking a look at DeFi and whether or not it can be regulated. Just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Today's featured story is by Daniel Kuhn, titled, Will the CFTC Blot Out DeFi in the US? We'll be using Wondercraft AI for this story. Is DeFi done for in the US? Last week, in one fell swoop, the Commodity Futures Trading Commission, the CFTC, sued three separate companies building some of the most respectable decentralized finance protocols. Derrydex, Open, and ZeroX were all accused of illegally offering financial products to U.S. persons without the proper registration. What's not clear is whether those financial products would have been otherwise legal had the protocol's developers played by the rules and registered. Is there actually a path forward for DeFi in the U.S.? In its press release, the CFTC was specific about the labels it would have applied to the DeFi apps. Open, for instance, a type of decentralized insurance provider, should have had licenses for a swap execution facility and designated contract market, as well as a futures commission merchant, the agency wrote. If Open had had those certifications and added a standard know-your-customer setup to meet the requirements of the Bank Secrecy Act, would things be different? Or is there something fundamental about the way DeFi operates that will always cut against U.S. law? Meet the all-new Kraken Pro, the powerful, customizable, beautiful way to trade crypto. It's Kraken's most powerful trading platform ever, packed with trading features like advanced order management and analytics tools, all in a redesigned, modular trading interface. So head to pro.kraken.com and trade like a pro. Not investment advice. Some crypto products and markets are unregulated. The unpredictable nature of the crypto assets market can lead to loss of funds and profits, may be subject to capital gains tax. Some industry experts like lawyer Gabriel Shapiro have been saying for months that DeFi is a dead end in the U.S. Ever since the CFTC sued Uki Dow, Shapiro has been recommending DeFi protocols find ways to block U.S. users. 
As it turns out, Open was trying to geofence US users from the front-end website that interacts with the protocol's underlying smart contract. It wasn't enough, at least for the CFTC, which noted, quote, those steps were not sufficient to actually block US users from accessing the Open protocol, end quote. That's at least because DeFi itself can't be ring-fenced. Only the gangways and apps used to access its protocols. By nature, blockchain-based tools are global and incapable of discriminating against any potential use. As long as you can pay the gas fees, you can transact. That's the beauty of blockchain. And yet, despite the fact that DeFi was built expressly to gut the world's financial regulation and surveillance, there are still a number of regulators who think regulating DeFi could work. On the same day as the CFTC's triple whammy enforcement, CFTC Commissioner Caroline Pham proposed a regulatory sandbox for the sector. Quote, Staying ahead of the curve requires being ready to look to the future and preparing to embrace change, end quote, said Pham, who also runs the agency's Global Markets Advisory Committee. Pham's comments aren't far off from what CFTC Commissioner Summer Mersinger said in her dissenting opinion. Apart from the usual line about the CFTC regulating through enforcement, Mersinger also raised the point that the CFTC failed to demonstrate what the protocols actually did wrong. Quote, the Commission's orders in these cases give no indication that customer funds have been misappropriated or that any market participants have been victimized by the DeFi protocols on which the Commission has unleashed its enforcement powers, she wrote. In other words, where is the liability or the justification for sanctioning them? This seems like the nut of the issue. Although the CFTC hasn't been expressly tasked with overseeing decentralized service providers, it can still shut them down simply for not filing the right paperwork. Forget whether DeFi is provably more transparent than traditional financial operators, or that it levels the playing field and forces everyone to play by the same rules. This isn't to say DeFi doesn't have its issues. Applications are routinely hacked. Token allocations are deeply inequitable, and DAOs have proven harder to govern than expected. As CFTC Director of Enforcement Ian McGinley put it, quote, Somewhere along the way, DeFi operators got the idea that unlawful transactions become lawful when facilitated by smart contracts. They do not. End quote. The law being broken? Say it with me now. They failed to register. For more crypto podcasts, check out the Coindesk Podcast Network. You can reach us at podcasts at coindesk.com, follow us, and if you like the show, please leave us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Markets Daily is produced and edited by Eleanor Paul, with executive production by Jared Schwartz. I'm Noel Atchison for Coindesk. We're back tomorrow with more market news and insights.